Don't you have an apple? <laughs> My goodness. So many things are named after such like ordinary objects. That's true. Windows. Windows. Apple. apple. Mouse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I wonder if like computer or like tech designers were just like whatever they saw first or whatever right. was like in their field of vision and they're like that yeah josh's computer or like his phone is a razor <laughs> <laughs> at least i've got like android <laughs> which just sounds like a future terminator but you know right same. At least it could sound like it could murder me. I don't think I could be murdered by an apple. Or I guess I could be murdered by a window. <laughs> and I guess I could choke on an apple. And <laughs> mice are pretty scary, so. Yes. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> so sure. random. I am trying to think of more. I me too, like brands that are named after something so simple. Like. Yeah. An apple and a window. <laughs> I'm gonna throw this apple through your window. <laughs> oh. uh, my razor will cut it. Anyways. <laughs> yeah. I only have those three. I don't know very many things. <laughs> that's okay. I I keep just thinking of other ones. I'm like, that's not a thing. That's a that's its own thing. What would yours be called? If it was the first thing you see, I feel like mine would be plant. <laughs> yeah. Leaf. Honestly, mine would be window. <laughs> window. Wall. Wall. Plant. <laughs> Water. <laughs> now I've got that song stuck in my head. To the window. To the wall. To, to the, the wall. Th- down my ball. To all Ah, gee, 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 gee. Oh my gosh. My mumbling it (laughs) to the windows, to the walls. (laughs) Oh gosh, are you ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. (laughs) Hello, animal lovers. Welcome to the Animal Facts Podcast. I'm Nicole, and I'm Jayla. We just want to remind everyone that we are not professionals, just animal enthusiasts. We love learning about them, talking about them, and discovering new ones. And all the crazy things that they can do. There are so many animals out there, and they are all so different. If we are misinformed, please email us at animalfactspodcast at gmail.com so we can correct ourselves. Some of the things we say may also just be our opinions. So just a reminder, we are enthusiasts, not professionals. Thanks, Thanks for, for joining, joining us. Enjoy! Enjoy! Hi, everyone. Jayla has something to tell you all. <laughs> Drum roll. <laughs> it's not about animal facts. Well, like it kind of is. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> but also, bum, it's, bum, happy. it's bittersweet news, I would say. Yeah, it's kind of. It's bittersweet. <laughs> yeah. That's a good descriptor. Mm hmm. Um, so animal fact lovers, I really like sharing animal facts with you, but I 
this is my last episode that's it that's all i got um (laughs) (laughs) she out mic drop (laughs) can you imagine you just hear a thud (laughs) (laughs) yep it's sad we're saying goodbye to jayla yeah but it's for the best for her. Yeah, yeah. And she can always come back and be a guest if she feels like it. Yes, and you'll always have this many episodes. True. You can listen to my something. voice over and over, <laughs> memorize facts, I guess. It's terrifying. <laughs> Don't do that. I um, mean, relearning about animals is cool. Yes, but you can also always listen to Nicole's yes facts and i now get to become a listener just like all of you it's true she gets to feel and have the same experience as all of y'all i know that's all y'all that's kind of exciting i won't know any tracks everything will be even more of a surprise for her i will still be here don't you worry and i've got some fun things planned for all of you so don't worry we're still gonna share some animal facts with you I'm excited. Mm-hmm. You should be. I've already got the next few planned, so Ooh. we're good to go. <laughs> secret secrets. Secret secrets. So, sorry, yeah. animal listeners, but I love you. It's been fun. So, yes. make sure you still tune in because Nicole's still got some facts and some secrets. I do. I still am going to be here to geek out about animals with everyone who loves to learn about animals. Good. <laughs> so don't good. worry. We can all still geek out together. Jayla will still be geeking out with you guys. It's true. Just as a listener rather than yeah. a sharer slash <laughs> listener. <laughs> She'll just be experiencing it more like you. Yes. <laughs> yes. You just won't be able so. to hear my <gasps> and my ah uh, and my yeah. It's a human. <laughs> You won't be able to hear all of her ridiculous jokes. True. <laughs> Which might be for the best. <laughs> cool. Well, enjoy the rest of this episode knowing that it's Jayla's last. Dun, dun, dun. Beep, beep, beep. But tune in next but time. But also happy. Yes. For ne- Nicole and her amazing yes. animal facts. Yes. this animal it is a mammal and as far as the a goes it depends on where you are and what you're calling it Hmm. it's got a few names and its few names are common enough that i don't know which one you call it so (laughs) is it an apple it (laughs) or a window (laughs) Or a wall. It may or may not have an A in it, depending on what you call it. Hmm. Okay. It's like your firefly lightning bug thing. Same uh, thing, okay. different names, depending on where you're at. Hmm. Interesting. That's that's why I'm like, I don't I don't know. What I call it does not have an A in it. But okay. What do you call it? I can't tell you yet. Oh, dang it. Tricky, tricky. But there's one hint. <laughs> Anyways, I shall do our intro now. I just got excited to go right into trivia. I forgot everything else. No, that's okay. (laughs) Welcome, animal lovers, to the Animal Facts Podcast. I'm Nicole. And I'm Jayla. 
And Nicole's and just too excited. I am very excited about this animal. <laughs> um, but first things first, personal question, and then we'll get into trivia. <laughs> nice, nice. Um, so my personal question is about the holidays or mm. um, just like your childhood. So you've heard of the Tooth Fairy. Yes. You've heard of the Easter Bunny and Santa. Yes. And like yes. all those things your parents tell you are real or yes. are real. Um, bum, bum, bum. What was your favorite one believing when you were a child? Oh. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to go. I Okay. I, to this day, still in my own way, believe in Santa. <gasps> Um, but I think my favorite one, honestly, like, as a kid that, like, I was always excited and believed in Santa, Mm -hmm. but I think because I'm such an animal lover, I was more excited about believing in the Easter Bunny. Mm, Okay. Um, or Santa's reindeer, Mm. if that counts. That does count. Like, I know reindeer are real. (laughs) I didn't find that out until I was older. I was like, wait, reindeer are real. <laughs> um, <laughs> I thought they were, like, specifically, like, these magical deer. Like, mm-hmm. reindeer were specifically deer that could fly is what I thought when I was younger. And then I was like, wait, reindeer are real deer? Like, normal just deer? Mm-hmm. What? So I learned that later in life. But I think the specific, like, Rudolph and, like, those 12 deer. Or not 12. Eight, eight deer. I know how many there are. <laughs> I think I had a lot more fun believing that they could actually fly uh, and, like, okay. could take Santa wherever he needed to go. Mm-hmm. Get around because the world in I was more, like, night. fascinated and excited about the animal aspects of these beings of sorts, whatever <laughs> yeah. you want to call them. I don't know. Are they even human? I don't know. <laughs> so. Are they even real? <laughs> yeah. Ugh. But if I have to go off of, like, what movie is that? The Guardians? Mm, yeah, that's true. I really like the Sandman. <laughs> I really so like funny. the Sandman, too. <laughs> so. So sleepy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about you? Um, I, as a kid growing up, I really liked uh, the Tooth Fairy. Ah, okay. Um, because I... I mean, it was just always magical to me that you, like, go to sleep, you put this tooth under your pillow, and then all of a sudden there's money. And I, for the longest time, just couldn't, like, understand how this tiny little fairy came into my house and just, like, replaced my tooth with money. And then I was always told that, like, the tooth fairy built their castle out of, like, teeth. Oh, yeah. But it was, like, a pretty castle, not, like, a disturbing, creepy thing. No, I mean, teeth are very pretty material. Mm-hmm. It'd be very pearly, hopefully pearly hopefully, castle. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure she's got her own, like, deep cleaning process that she would run the teeth through. Yeah, yeah. Or and, like, you would coat think... them in something to, like, seal them. <laughs> right. Or, like, the dirty ones are, like, the dungeon or the basement. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. The rotten ones. And the cavity, like, filled ones are, like, armory, like... <laughs> Yes, I um, love it. At least that was my idea growing up. Uh, that until... would be... An animator would have so much fun with that. Yes. Oh, yeah. Um, 
And then a friend of mine found a baggie of her teeth in the back of her parents' Ooh. closet. And we were like, what is this? <laughs> no. 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 Yep. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Based on Gross. the Guardians movie, though, I definitely was like, Sandman. Mm-hmm. I mean, I love the Easter Bunny in that, too. Hugh Jackman. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like kangaroo he's like it's the accent and the boomerang yeah yeah <laughs> and i'm a bunny <laughs> yes yes i love it because the easter bunny in that one's pretty ba mm-hmm. yeah. i always did imagine it to be a big easter bunny though like yeah not like this oh, yeah. tiny little fluffy thing i always imagine it like this like big tall like fast bunny yeah yeah i did always like the movie hop though too because he poops mm. jelly beans. And I think that's, that's true. Just hilarious. You would love that. <laughs> you jelly bean lover. <laughs> Can you imagine if I just pooped jelly beans? Gross! I could be on the candy diet. <laughs> would you eat your own poop? <laughs> yes. There's a personal question in the future. If you could poop any food, <laughs> would you eat it? Is the better question. Like, if you could poop a perfect cheeseburger, would you eat it? (laughs) Where did the cheeseburger come from? It's just, I, if you, where did the jelly beans come from? I don't know. (laughs) Magic. That's all you need to know. It's magic and (laughs) multi-dimensions. Yep. That's it. (sighs) Cool. Anyways. All right, you ready for trivia? Yes, I'm ready. Okay. All right, all right, all right. So, as we stated, mammal may or may not have an A in it. Depends on what you call them. Okay. Um. So, question numero uno. What animal has a scent gland at the base of their ankles? And when they're frightened, the scent gland is released. <laughs> A skunk. Not a skunk. Okay. Question numero two. Wait, you said it was a mammal? It is a mammal, correct. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, What mammal, (laughs) what animal, (laughs) first appeared in stories in the 1800s? Is it a rabbit? No, it is not a rabbit. (laughs) Um... Last one. <clears throat> what animal has a different name based on if they're wild or domesticated? Which is partially why I don't know what you call it. <laughs> I don't know. It's not right? a rabbit. I keep thinking rabbit bunny, but that's the same thing. <laughs> It is the same thing. That's the thing. This animal is the same thing, even though it has a few different names. Right. Well, and we were just talking about the Easter Bunny. So I we were just talking about stuck. the Easter Bunny. <laughs> I don't know. Rabbits, I don't think, have a scent gland at their ankles. That'd be weird. Yes. All right. Are you ready for drum roll? And then I'll give you one bonus question. Yes. Ooh, All right. bonus question. Drum roll. Your bonus question is, despite popular belief, they cannot fly. 
they cannot fly and they're a mammal it's not a bird Mm -mm. it's a mammal they cannot fly even though people believe they can (laughs) i was gonna say is it a bat (laughs) (laughs) spoiler bats can't fly (laughs) mind blown it's finally debunked. Ruined. It's been a lie all of these years. <laughs> bats can't fly. Uh, no, it is not a bat. Bats can fly. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> I believe bats are the only mammal that can fly. <laughs> Besides the Pegasus. Oh, yes. Besides the Pegasus. <laughs> Which is really just a pelican. <laughs> Which is not a mammal at all. Perfect. It's a bat. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Another drum roll. (laughs) It is a reindeer or a caribou. Oh, I see. I see Mm -hmm. the names now. Okay. Mm -hmm. A reindeer or a caribou. Yep. That was a trick flying question. (laughs) <laughs> no, people believe reindeer can fly. Remember? Yeah, you Santa's do. Reindeer can fly. <laughs> you, you do. People Google it all the time. Are you like, serious? Can reindeer fly? <laughs> That's a legit Google. I'm sorry. Yes, <laughs> it is. I shouldn't be judging you. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't like in my teens when I discovered this thing about the reindeer. I was. Uh, I don't know, somewhere in elementary school. Okay. <laughs> I was still young, but definitely older than I should have been. Oh, <laughs> now I understand. But yes, it is a reindeer or a caribou. Also, I did not realize. <laughs> I spelled <laughs> reindeer wrong until yesterday. How do you spell I reindeer? finally learned the spelling of reindeer. I always thought it was R-A-I-N-D-E-E-R, just like reindeer. But it's not. It's R E I N D E E R. Oh, it's E I. Mm-hmm. I think I always spell it I E. So I also spell. Well, at it least wrong. you have the E. I just had the A. <laughs> I was I like, spelling it literally reindeer. I know. I like that you spell it reindeer. That makes way more sense because <laughs> the English language is just you know. Yeah. Awful. Yeah, it is. It is. It really is. <laughs> and it wasn't until I was like googling. I was like. Why does nothing have anything on reindeer? And then I like Google. I was like, oh, because I don't know how to spell. It's and really then I was a like, caribou. Or a caribou. Yeah, and then people were like, caribou. I was like, wait, what is the difference between a reindeer and a caribou? And I was like, oh, they're the same. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> nice. Okay. Huh. <laughs> Interesting. So, so is reindeer <clears throat> domesticated and caribou is yes. wild? Yes, and we'll oh. also talk a little bit about it because it's also depending on what uh, territory they're in, like where they're located, what mm. people call them. Okay, so, cool. Like in the North Americas, um, North America, if they're domesticated, they're reindeer. If they're wild, they're caribou. But okay. in other countries where they're found, people just call them reindeer. And sometimes people just call them caribou. So, hmm. okay. It just depends cool. on location, but specifically also as well their domestication or not which i think is interesting nice yeah side note 
this episode is released on December 24th. So it is Christmas Eve. Oh, that's cool. Good timing, Which is Nicole. why I picked it. I was like, oh, this one will be on Christmas Eve. I like it. Good timing. Look at you over there with your Santa cookies. <laughs> You're a smart little Santa cookie. I should cookie. have just been wearing a little Santa hat. <laughs> now you know why I picked reindeer. I understand. You're such a smart little Santa cookie. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> now do All you right. fly? <laughs> In my dreams. Um. All right. So some general information about the reindeer. Um, they are part of the Curvade family. I have no idea how to pronounce these words. Science words are hard. Um, their scientific name, more science words, is Rangifer Terendus. Rangifer? I don't know. R-A-N-G-I-F-E-R. And then Terendus. T-A-R-A-N-D-U-S. Hmm. Um, and I will probably call them caribou and reindeer throughout this whole thing. I'm not going to stick to one or the other. Because throughout my information, it just kind of switches back and forth based on where I got the information. So Nice. Reindeer and caribou are the same thing. Um, it's not a double animal podcast? <laughs> no. <gasps> Maybe one day. <laughs> um, so other names for caribou and reindeer are also Kuali- Kualapu and Tuktu. Tuktu? <clears throat> yeah, T-U-K-T-U. Tuktu? 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 Maybe Tuktu, like a tutu, but with a K in the middle. Tuktu. Reindeers with Tuktus? <laughs> that would be cute. <laughs> with little sleigh bells. Ah, oh, that would be cute. Aw, little reindeers with tutus doing, like, the nutcracker. Ah. <laughs> Since it's a Christmas ballet. Um... All right, and so their scientific name was chosen by Carl Linnaeus, um, and both words can translate back to its Latin names, which both mean reindeer. So their scientific name translates back to reindeer, reindeer. Nice. Which is fantastic. (laughs) Just to emphasize, (laughs) they're reindeers. Yes, caribou are reindeers, and reindeers are caribou, or also tuktus. <laughs> tuktus. Um, and then there are five to seven subspecies of caribou, so that's also why it depends on if you're calling them caribou or reindeer. Hmm. And then the males are called bulls, females are does, and babies are calves. Cute. Yes. So, some fun appearance facts for everyone. In case nobody knows what a reindeer looks like. They uh, have massive antlers that start at the at their brow. And both males and females have antlers. Um, yes. <laughs> and they are the only deer species to have both male and females with antlers. Oh. Uh, the male antlers begin to grow in March or April. And females will start to grow their antlers in May and June. Wait. And then... Do they have eyebrows or antlers? Just their eyebrows that are just <laughs> overly grow. 
overly grown and really thick like bone hard you know some women would pay for that (laughs) gross bone hard eyebrows it's the latest in the fashion oh Oh, gosh um sorry you're good so the antlers have a velvety texture that can um and they can reach up to heights of three to five feet tall um, and they can weigh up to 33 pounds which is about 15 kilograms yeah their antlers can get big oh my gosh they can be taller than me Um, well i guess i think their average is about three but there have been a few that have gotten bigger that's crazy. But they weigh 33 pounds. Can you imagine that sitting on your face? Ugh. That's how much <laughs> Are you my sure eyebrows some women weigh? will still pay for that? <laughs> um, they also have large concaved hooves that spread widely to support the animal in snow, swamps, and soft tundra. And their feet also function as paddles when they swim. So they're really good swimmers. And like then, Christoph's friend. What's his name? Sven. Sven. Yes. And who's the reindeer? Sven. <laughs> um, their coloring depends on the subspecies, which is also based on their location. Um, and then they range from whites, browns, and tans. And then the ones that are found further north tend to have more of a white coat that helps them to blend more easily into the snow. While southern locations feature more dark browns in their coloring to help them when they're in the woods. That makes sense. Yeah. And then the males tend to be larger and they can grow about two and a half to four and a half feet tall, which is about 70 to 135 centimeters. Um, And that's from hoof to shoulder, so not to the top of their head, but from hoof to shoulder. And then they still have like their neck and head that makes them a little taller. And then they're giant antlers. It's crazy. Um, Yes, so they are still taller than us, because <laughs> it's just hoof to shoulder. And then they can be about 5.9 to 6.8 feet long, which is about 1.8 to 2.1 meters. So they're pretty long as well. And then females are about 5.5 feet to 6.2 feet long. Um, so they're a little shorter, like lengthwise a little shorter. Um, they're still roughly about the same height, maybe a little shorter height-wise. Um, so. And then males can weigh about 143 to 700 pounds. It depends on which species, because the bigger ones can be about 700 pounds. But the smaller ones are obviously smaller, which is about 65 to 317 kilograms. And females weigh about 120 to 308 pounds, which is about 54 to 140 kilograms. So That's crazy. They're huge. Yeah. They have a very large range <laughs> of sights. Plus, they're giant antlers. <laughs> um, and then they are um, uh, remnant. Is that what they're called? I don't remember. But they have the four-chambered stomachs. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay. So. Ruminants. Ruminants, that's what it is. I didn't write it down for some reason. But they are one of those, so they have a four-chambered stomach. But it is a unique stomach, which we will talk more about later. Yes, they have a unique one. They're just a very unique (laughs) 
animal. <laughs> so they're conservation. Do you want to guess what they are? Dangered, vulnerable, not threatened, least concern. Um, maybe vulnerable. They are vulnerable. Ooh, okay. So since the caribou um consists of many different species, there are a few subspecies that have already gone extinct. <gasps> Um, yeah. <laughs> so we can caraboot them. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and they can rain over there. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's all I've got right now. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> we can caraboot them. I caraboot the reindeer. <laughs> Oh, gosh. Um, as recently as 2015, reindeer slash carabout, <laughs> caribous, are on the vulnerable list with I with the IUCN. Um, they have seen a decline of about 40% in the last two and a half decades. Um, but it is, like, depending on the main species, like, the main species of them isn't quite at risk now, but because of the other subspecies, they are listed as vulnerable. Okay. So, and if we're not careful, then they will make their way to that more vulnerable and near threatened and all that stuff. Sad. We don't want to get to that point. So, that's why we're talking about them before they get to that point. That's why we're They're talking about them They're not just any white-tailed deer that are like, just kill them all, we have so many. They're like, please, please don't kill them all. We Santa need them needs around. them. Yes. I have some really fun facts about Ooh, okay. Christmas things later. At the very end in our special segment, I talk about some of the cool <laughs> nice. cool things about Christmas-related facts. <laughs> Can we have them as pets? Maybe. They are domesticated. If you're Santa. True. Alright, so their history. Um, reindeer are thought to have first been domesticated by Arctic peoples at least 3,000 years ago and maybe even more like 7,000 years ago, but they aren't 100% sure. But they know it's at least 3,000, but they're thinking it might be closer to 7. Um, and that was in northern Eurasia. And then they still remain the only deer species to be widely domesticated, which is pretty cool. That is cool. So, yes, you kind of can have one as a pet, but um, they're more like... A farm animal then this is my pet reindeer you mean i couldn't just keep one in my bedroom <laughs> uh, i don't know if you'd want to they're very big yeah need a bigger um, bed and they kind of smell <laughs> Gross. um they are used they have been used and are still used as beasts of burden so like farming animals and then they're also farmed for their milk meat and their hides and then I have some more history on their fame later. Because they've got a lot of fame history. Hmm. Um, their environment. Do you want to take a guess about where you can find caribou slash reindeer? North America. Yes. Anywhere else? Uh, Eurasia. <laughs> yes. <laughs> cool, that's all I got. Cool. Okay, so they were previously only found in certain locations in Scandinavia, Mongolia, Eastern Europe, Greenland, Russia, and then a few parts of China. 
and then they can now be found in North America as well as those other places. And as far as North America goes, they can be found as low as Maine or as high as Alaska. So basically all throughout Canada, through Alaska, and then down as low as Maine. Huh. But they're mostly okay. in the <clears throat> northern part. Mm-hmm. Um, and they can survive in, like, tundras or forests and swampy lands and snowy cold lands. So. Mostly cold climates is where they are, but they do fine in warmer climates as well. But they're built for the cold. Hmm. So they're diet and hunting. Do you want to guess what they eat? Grass? Well, yes. Oh, okay. Oh. Never they mind. They do eat grass. What else? <laughs> snow. <laughs> That's, that was my second thing. I was like, well, if they have snow to fight with, do they actually eat grass? They do. They oh. do eat grass. Okay. Um, any other guesses on what they eat? I don't know. Bush leaves? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. I think some of these things are going to surprise you because it surprised me. So caribou, as we said, are a ruminant, but they're a very unique category of ruminant because they can use, um, it says lichen or lichen. I'm not sure how to pronounce it, but it's basically reindeer moss is what it is. Um and it's like this type of mossy organism of sorts. And they use it as a way to stimulate their glucose levels during the winter and are the only large mammal to be able to do so, which is super impressive because of their lack of nutrition. Huh. And then as for like their normal diet of things that they eat regularly as well is that they eat willows, birches, grass, so like parts of trees, other plant life, and then when they're not able to get the nutrients they need in springtime, the caribou will even eat fungi and mushrooms. Sometimes they also will eat small rodents, fish, bird eggs, and (laughs) this one I just find so weird. They will even eat the antlers of other caribou before they are shed to get supplementary nutrients. What? Right? (laughs) So, reindeer slash caribou are omnivores, not just herbivores. Because they eat other reindeer's antlers. They do. (laughs) Off their heads. For their supplementary nutrition. Also, like, can you imagine being like, can you just lean down for a second? I have to get a snack. (laughs) I'm a little hungry. (laughs) And your antlers look like the perfect thing. Right? Can you imagine convincing another another ranger? <laughs> yeah. I just thought it was so interesting that they will eat small rodents, fish, and bird eggs. Yeah. It's like, what? That's surprising, what? too. Right. So, pretty interesting. Hmm. They, uh, they're omnivores, not just herbivores. Interesting. Right? Um, and then the average adult reindeer will eat about eight to eight, nine sorry, 9 to 18 pounds of vegetation a day. So, that's a that's lot. That's not including the antlers they eat, <laughs> which isn't all the time. It's just as needed. It's just their greens. Like their, uh, <laughs> I was going to say it's like their vitamins or whatever, their <laughs> supplements. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. <clears throat> all right. What do you think eat caribou oh, reindeer? People. <clears throat> 
I'm depressed about it. Yes, people do eat reindeer. Which I don't think I ever could do, just because I imagine it as Santa's helper. Like, little flying pets that I'm like, I could never eat a reindeer steak. Yeah, that'd be sad. It would be. I don't think I could do it. Okay, but you did say little Santa helper, and I was like, elf steak. (laughs) (laughs) Just, Just terrifying. Also terrifying. Yes. No, thank you. No, thank you. Oh, Josh and I were just watching The Borrowers the other day, and they're talking about, like, how human beings, like, squish them, and I'm like, I would be mortified if I accidentally squished a four-inch person. Yeah, that'd be terrifying. I would be so mortified. Like, how could somebody, like, see, like, a tiny living human that's, like, four inches tall and be like, I'm gonna squish that. Like, what? What? You're a monster. (laughs) Yeah. I can squish a bug. But a person that's tiny? That. No, thank you. Anyways, that's a random tangent. It does make me think of the night at the museum with the little cowboy. Like, <laughs> yeah. Would you step on him? Would you not? I would not on purpose. If I did it on accident, I would be mortified. <laughs> but I would never do it on purpose. Even yeah. if they're just a toy during the day. Anyways. Yeah. Anyways. All right. <laughs> So humans do eat them. Other things that eat them, which are their natural predators, are polar bears and brown bears. Um, because what? they're found in, like, the north and Alaska and other parts of the world. That's terrifying. A polar yes. bear? Okay. But they come down as far as Maine. So if a polar bear is tracking a reindeer and being like, I gotta get my food, and he comes <laughs> all the way down to Maine, that'd be terrifying. Anyways... Sorry, (laughs) I just imagined the commute. (laughs) That would be a very large commute. Um, I think we would have to worry more about brown bears. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) obviously. Eventually, the polar bear turns into a brown bear, and it's just like I gotta keep going. (laughs) Changes its fur. Yes, (laughs) let me just change into my other fur for this region. Let me get my fur coat. Oh, goodness. Cool. Anyways, Uh, sorry. Yes, and then the calves' greatest risk, other than the bears, are golden eagles and wolverines. Um, And then... What? Yeah, so just like normal natural predators. Bears, wolverines, birds are their normal natural predators. But the really sad ones are these blood-sucking insects, like mosquitoes, black black flies, and there's a reindeer nose bolt fly and a wolf oh. fly or something um not the reindeer nose it's a type of fly there's like a couple what? of flies yeah they're called like reindeer warble flies or bot flies or whatever no the um, reindeer nose is deadly yes the reindeer nose is its biggest threat <laughs> no <laughs> but these blood-sucking insects are a huge Aww. like problem for them because of parasites that they carry um, and if, anyways, so white-tailed deer move into the, like, the areas that are occupied by reindeer, and the white-tailed deer will carry a worm parasite that is fatal to the moose and reindeer of these populations, so then they're also, like, getting killed off by those from, like, other deer taking over their territory, basically, from these <clears throat> parasites that they're not immune to, 
That's so sad. Climate change is having an effect on them because of the warmer summers um, lead to more insect activity. And then the more insect activity harass the reindeer and make it so they can't get enough food for the winter um, or cause them to get infections and diseases. And then habitat losses where humans come in. Um, so we're expanding oil explorations, industrial development. We're increasing dis- like disturbances from aircrafts and snowmobiles. And then we're also hunting them for their meat, um, which in some subspecies and regions has made the reindeer go extinct in certain locations. So Sad. There's a lot of yeah. threats and predators um, for these magical creatures. Huge magical creatures. Yes. <laughs> yes. crazy. And also very cool. They're very cool. I very yeah. much enjoyed learning about these guys. They're really cool. That is really cool. That's right. weird that, um, well, it's just sad that something so small can kill something so big. Right? Those stupid mosquitoes and flies and parasites and stupid worms. It is really sad. Um, But there is a slight hope I'll talk about in our cool facts later near the end. Okay, cool. So, don't worry. There's hope for these guys. (sighs) There's always hope, right? (laughs) I hope so. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that what, like, Christmas is all about? (laughs) Is believing <laughs> and being hopeful. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> um, okay, so their behavior. <laughs> you are a bah humbug. Bah humbugs are ruining reindeer. Because <laughs> they're bugs? <laughs> Flies, I guess, hum. <laughs> so they are bah humbugs. They're ruining Christmas. <laughs> okay. So behavior. Um, the social behavior of caribou depends on the species. They prefer to live in groups, herds, basically. Um, and most caribou will cover about 3,000 miles annually with an impressive speed as they search for food. And then the herds that migrate during the springtime sometimes form into what's called a super herd. And they can, <laughs> you ready for this? They can have up to 500,000 individuals. Thousand. Thousand. A half a million caribou. In one super herd. Up to. That's so many. Right? Um, Other super herds can be like 50,000 or 100,000. But they can get up to a half a million. That'd be terrifying. (laughs) Yes. And that's only during the springtime migrations. Um, the autumn migrations are much, much smaller, which is like what you'll normally find them in (sighs) of an average of 10 to 300. (laughs) Much smaller. (laughs) 
it's a little better to handle <laughs> yes 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 so i was thinking when i was reading that i was like oh it made me think of that scene in polar express when they the caribou are crossing the railroad yeah. and they're like caribou <laughs> They all step aside because there's like so many of them. I was like, oh, so that's a super herd. Yeah, this is an accurate herd. <laughs> yeah. Um, the their behavior as far as like their temperament, um, they are widely domesticated, so they tend to have a calm temperament and they don't really appear to be super aggressive towards animals. However, in herds, both males and females tend to cause aggression between individuals, and it's usually between the same gender. So when they're, like, in a bigger herd, females will just get more aggravated with other females, and males will get more aggravated with other males. And it doesn't necessarily correspond with mating season. It could just be other things. Um, But ultimately, they are still pretty chill and calm, and they don't attack humans they're usually if they're going to get aggressive it's with each other and usually the same gender oh interesting but they're not super aggressive um unless it's mating season (laughs) or if they're threatened then they'll get like you stay away from my baby and don't try to eat me (laughs) yeah um they'll mostly just try to scare off the animal or run away um and then they chat with each other through snorts grunts horse calls not like uh animal horse call but like horse (laughs) like my voice is getting hoarse interesting (laughs) horse with an a (laughs) i don't actually know how to spell the other horse when i thought about it for a second (laughs) um but they will communicate a lot more during breeding season or which is called a rut and then, which I still think is so funny. Yeah, that is funny. <laughs> that for them, a rut is a good thing. But for us, a rut is a bad thing. <laughs> um, and then calves will bleat to their moms. So they'll use bleat calls to communicate with their mamas. Cute. All right. Their life cycle, mating and babies. Because the babies are so cute. If you haven't looked at pictures of babies, you should. Reindeers are just super pretty looking too. Especially the the um, ones that are in the snow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, so they mate during the fall <clears throat> when they're in smaller herds. <laughs> and then males prepare to mate. Um, they will rub the velvet off their antlers. Their neck will swell. Their stomachs draw in. They grow a mane under their neck, and they start to fight with each other. And then the males are battling each other to win over the females. So it's like the more dominant, stronger male will win. And they you do this by locking their antlers as they push against each other. Hmm. And then the victorious male will get up to 10 to 20 females in his harem, which is great. But also it's very, very stressful for the male. And they lose up to 25% of their body weight Dang. during mating season. Because of the fighting and then because of oh, all that mating <laughs> really takes a toll. So Some hard workout. Is it really worth winning? I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> the females have a, yeah, so if they are, if they get pregnant, the females will have a gestation period of about seven to eight months. 
And then there were two different facts about when females give birth. Um, and I found information that backs up both of them. Hmm. So I'm not really sure which one or if it's like based on species or if it's just based on scenario. Like, I'm not sure. But some websites said that females, well, they all said that they're very careful about where they choose to give birth. So they're very selective about picking where they're going to give birth. And then, so some websites said that because they're selective about where they're looking to give birth, generally looking to not have many predators around, some females will leave the herd in the spring and travel to a traditional calving ground. So, like, where a bunch of other females travel okay. to have babies um, in some area that they're familiar with and they know and regularly have babies there. And other ones said that the herd will follow the doe as she looks for the right place to give birth. Hmm. So, I don't know if it's that they look for their calving grounds and they're with a bunch of other females and those females just make up their own herd and then they stick together while each female has the baby interesting because they don't like leave the herd to have their babies all on their own they're still in their herd but because yeah does that make sense i think so so we talked about elks like leave the herd for a few weeks while they have their babies right yeah okay okay so, I don't think it's like that, because they still are in their herd when they have babies. Hmm. But based on the information is that it said, like, the females will leave to go to, like, this ground where they all the females have babies. Yeah. So, if that's the case, but then the other thing said that the herd will follow the female until she found her place to have the babies. Like, is that herd just a bunch of other pregnant females all in the same area to have their babies? Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yes. That you makes sense. Me now? Yes. Now I understand. Okay. That's what I think. I'm just combining both things yeah. into like one to make sense. I'm like, oh, well, they're both right or they're both, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so either way, they look for a safe place and they have their babies <laughs> in a safe place and the herd sticks together. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, <clears throat> and then, yeah, they raise their babies. Uh, so... Um, she, the female will usually only have one calf, which weighs about roughly 13 pounds, Mm -hmm. but they can have twins and there have been recorded like records of them having three or four babies. So, oh my gosh, yeah, there have been like cases where they've had more, but typically they have one and it's about 13 pounds. Mm -hmm. Um, and then the baby will learn to forage as early as 45 days for food And then they nurse from the mom until autumn, which is about three to four months old. Baby calves are also capable of running within less than two hours of birth, and they're able to run faster than an Olympic runner. What? Yep. Within just a couple of hours, they can run faster than our fastest humans. That's terrifying. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And then... Calves are not spotted like other deer species, which I think is kind of cute. That is cute. Um, And then their antlers, because remember, males and females both grow antlers. So their Uh antlers will first appear as little hairy buds (laughs) when the reindeer is in its second year. And then then they'll grow into spikes called dag antlers. And then the young reindeer may grow 
dag antlers a few like for several years before they start the next phase but usually by the third year that's when they get their forked set of antlers hmm. and then within the next year they start getting points that emerge and then every year they get like bigger antlers up to a certain age and then they kind of just start dwindling similar to elks um so it says that their prime time for like good sized antlers is about six years old is like their best year for antlers and then they which is when they also become sexually mature they're sexually mature between the ages of four and six is when they'll be ready to mate um and they live to be 15 to 18 years old and females tend to live longer than males huh interesting yeah all right so some fun facts cool weird facts because everything's fun (laughs) not everything um, Uh-oh. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, the FDA approved antiparasitic drugs to treat and control warbles in the reindeer, and warbles are a, is a parasitic infection caused by reindeer warble fly. The fly's larva can penetrate the deer's skin, causing harm to the milk, meat, and hides of domesticated herds, and the larva can also cause disease in people. So... Ooh. With this advancement, hopefully it can lead to more treatments for the reindeer and caribou to protect them from other parasitic threats and from other, like, white-tailed deer from spreading it Mm -hmm. to the caribou. And then reindeer are the only deer species to have hair that completely covers them. Um, So covering their nose uh, and their hooves. So they have... Um, a specialized nose that helps them, like, helps them to warm the air that's coming, that they're breathing in before it enters their lungs, which hmm. is super cool, um, because they live where it's really cold. <laughs> and then they're also really good sniffers, so they have a good sense of smell that will help them to find food under the snow, and also to help them register danger, and then which way the danger is coming from so they can avoid it. <clears throat> They're just really good sniffers. They are really good sniffers. (laughs) Those hairy noses are great (laughs) sniffers. Um, And then compared to their body size, reindeer have the largest and heaviest antlers of all living deer species. So, as we said earlier, they can get between, like, what, three to five feet. Um, Pretty crazy. I think the average is, like three to four feet but they can Mm. get pretty big and then both sexes so both male and female will finish growing their antlers at the same time but they shed them at different times so the males will drop their antlers in november leaving them without antlers until the following spring while females keep their antlers through the winter and they have them until their babies are born in may so then they regrow them again in May and June. So they really only don't have antlers for like one to two months. <laughs> huh. Okay. I have mm-hmm. heard that males don't have antlers during the winter. Correct. Which we will talk about in our special segment. <laughs> cool. I'm ready. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which I think First I know though, what you mean. But Yes, yes, yes. If people can read between the lines in that fact, you'll know where I'm going with the special segments. Mm -hmm. Well, not all the special stuff, but 
one of the things that I have to talk about. But first things first, famous reindeer. We talked about one, Sven from Frozen. And He's then cute. there's Rudolph, the red-nosed reindeer. Who's definitely then, real. Yes. And then, <laughs> especially with that red nose. It glows. Um, yes, and it glows. So glowy. <clears throat> then there's the typical, like, eight reindeer that Santa have, um, which appear in most Christmas movies in some way or another. There's the Polar Express that we talked mm-hmm. about, that huge herd of caribou. And there's also at least 50 movies or more that have something to do with caribou or reindeer. Nice. Not just Christmas movies either. So, But most Christmas movies will have something to do with reindeer. Yeah. I was going to say, you mean reindeer live all year round? <laughs> what? what? <laughs> you mean there's other movies with reindeer that aren't Christmas themed? <laughs> Imagine that. Reindeer aren't just a Christmas animal? <laughs> no way. Okay. Story time. Okay. So, remember I said they were first mentioned in the 1800s? Yes. Is that where Rudolph comes from? No. But we will talk about it. It's like, you're not so going to sing the song, are you? <laughs> no, I'm not going okay. to. Santa's reindeer were first mentioned in 1821 when New York printer William Gilly published a 16-page booklet titled A New Year's Present to the Little Ones from 5 to 12, Part 3, by an anonymous author. It's a very specific title. And this is the story, or the little poem. Um, Old St. Nicholas, with much delight, his reindeer drives his frost this frosty night, or your chimney tops and tracks of snow to bring his yearly gifts to you. So, his reindeer are bringing St. Nick to your house with gifts. Nice. Is basically that little story. And then two years later, in 1823, the Troy Centennial <clears throat> published a poem, A Visit from St. Nicholas, commonly known as Twas the Night Before Christmas. Okay. The poem featured eight flying reindeer pulling Santa's sleigh, and for the first time, they, were, are, they are identified by name. And then Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer began guiding Santa's sleigh in 1939. So, over 100 years later. <laughs> huh. Interesting. Um, yes, because someone named Robert L. May wrote the story of the most famous reindeer of all as a Christmas coloring book for his employer, the company gave away these coloring books as a holiday gift to children to entice their parents to visit the shop and to buy present, like buy the gifts from that store. So then in 1948, um, Robert L. May's brother-in-law, Johnny Marks, made the story into a song. It was featured in a cartoon shown in movie theaters, but wasn't released as a standalone recording until 1949, when the singing cowboy, Gene Autry, recorded the song and its popularity soared, which made Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer still to be, to this day, one of the biggest-selling Christmas songs of all time. Yeah, very, very popular. Yeah. All right, and then some folklore on the reindeer. So one folklore tradition states that the sun owned a cosmic reindeer herd, and he was like the sun in the sky sun. Okay, okay. I was like, who's Um, sun? 
No, not a like yeah, the sun, S U N, the sun in the sky, that bright burning ball of gas. Um, owned a cosmic reindeer herd, and he was pulled. He pulled. He was pulled in a sled around the world. Early in the year, the sled was pulled by a strong bear, making the sun bright and powerful. But then he replaced the bear with a reindeer bull, and then eventually a reindeer doe, and then it progressed like as the year progressed, causing the sun to be weaker and weaker until it vanished entirely in the winter. Um, and then the daughter of the sun uh, was the sun maiden, and she avoided choosing a celestial suitor and instead decided to marry a man from Earth, and her dowry was part of the sun reindeer's herd. Hmm. Interesting. So that's how they came down was that she married a man on Earth, and the son was like, "Here are some of my cosmic deer. <laughs> Here are some cosmic of my reindeer. cosmic deer. Yep, my cosmic reindeer." And then one other ancient story. It's a Sami story, which tells of a constellation in the night sky, and a hunter with his bow aimed at a cosmic reindeer in an eternal hunt. And when the arrow finally lands and the cosmic reindeer falls, the world will end as we know it. That's terrifying. So, yes, a little bit. <laughs> so they're still continuously in their eternal hunt. <laughs> Internal hunt? Eternal. 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 I know which word. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> All right. Lightning round and then special segment. So. <laughs> Reindeer are covered in hair from their nose to the bottom of their feet. Their hairy hooves may look funny, but it gives them a good grip when walking on frozen ground, such as ice, mud, and snow. At the base of their ankles is a scent gland. When the caribou notices a predator or feels danger, they will rear its back legs up and release the scent, and then the other caribou will smell it and also become alert. They are the. They may be the only mammals that can see an ultraviolet light, which helps them to pick out objects in the dim Arctic winter. But they are doing more research to find out if other ma- mammals can see ultraviolet light. Hmm. But for a long time, they were believed to be the only ones. So we'll see if that holds up or not. And then reindeer can also float because <laughs> they have two coats and one of their coats is made up of hollow hairs that trap in air to hold in body which helps give them some buoyancy interesting yeah they're so huge i wouldn't imagine (laughs) them floating yeah and they're good swimmers which probably helps right they can float that they don't have to like actually hold themselves up super like a lot (laughs) yeah they huh. have a little buoyancy to them. Interesting. See, they're super cool animals. They are cool. They've got a it's lot of like, surprises. Yeah, and it the more you learn about them, the more you realize how perfect they really were to be picked for Santa's animals. Yeah, yeah. They make you know? more sense. It's like they knew all of this in like the 1800s or something. <laughs> or they were just like, this cold winter snow animal must be it. And then the more they learn about them, they're like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> All right, here is our special segment. It titled it, Debunked or Proof? (laughs) It's going to be information about reindeer and famous Christmas stories and songs. And um, if it proves, in fact, that reindeer are really Santa's magical animals, or if they never could be. You tell me at the end. (laughs) Um... So, the first one, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. 
had a very shiny nose. He did. Um, or she did. <gasps> we'll find out. One group of scientists determined that some reindeer noses have a red tinge to them because of the presence of a highly dense and rich nasal microcirculation. In other words, they have a lot of blood vessels packed into that tight little space. So some reindeer do have red noses. Seriously? Seriously. That's cool. Not even joking, right? (laughs) All right. Could they pull Santa's sleigh? Yes, yes, they could. Uh, Because they are used as burden animals. Okay, that makes sense. Um, So they can pull sleighs, specifically Santa's. Let's talk about that. So some years ago, the UK... Um, the UK's Telegraph calculated it would take 5.6 million reindeer to pull Santa's cargo of 925,000 tons of toys. So a lot of toys. It would take a lot of reindeer to pull that cargo. But if you work into the magic and multidimensional stuff... You could make the weight lighter, requiring only eight to nine reindeer. (laughs) Because they can pull a sleigh with people in it. And some cargo. (laughs) I just think it's so cool, though, that they actually calculated it would take 5.6 million reindeer to pull a cargo of 925,000 tons of toys. Which is still pretty impressive. Yeah. Yeah. But that's a lot of reindeer. And can you imagine them all flying? That many, yeah. (laughs) Be like a flock of birds in the sky, but reindeer. (laughs) Don't watch out for that poop. Um, They would cave in your house if they landed (laughs) on it. (laughs) Where would you even put that many reindeer and all that toy, like all those toys? Stack them on top of each other. (laughs) So you know the um, up on the house top click click kick here comes old saint nick that song or whatever yeah and that like they come crashing through your house well. yeah because it's a story and it's also a book and a song the click 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 on your rooftop yeah uh so some species of reindeer have clickers uh, knees that make an audible click when they walk and they also have the right hooves to be able to stand on your icy, snowy roof. That's actually hilarious. They're like yes. little so, cracky knees. That song slash book, when they say you can hear them click, 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 it might not just be them, like, landing on your roof. It's possibly them just clicking their <laughs> their little limbs. It's just them walking. <laughs> yep. Click, click, click. Uh, so with all of that, yay or nay? <laughs> Proof or debunked? (laughs) Yay. (laughs) Yay! They're the perfect animal for Santa. Um, And then my last little fun thing is, can you name all eight of Santa's reindeer? Uh, Rudolph? Well, he's number nine. (laughs) Oh, he doesn't even count? The original eight. Isn't there something in Vixen? Dasher and... Dancer... Comet and Vixen, (laughs) Prancer. (laughs) You've got five. (laughs) I don't. 
<laughs> it's okay. I don't think I could have either. Do you remember? Oh, I guess. Do you recall? <laughs> okay. So there's no, Dasher, Dancer, Prancer, Vixen, Comet, Cupid, oh, Cupid. Donner, and Blitzen. Donner and Blitzen. Yep. Um, and then some other yeah. little fun, like two more little trivia things is uh, Robert Elmay, the guy who wrote Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. He had two other names he was debating between before oh, he no. settled on Rudolph. <laughs> Do you want to guess, or do you just want me to tell you? It's one of them, like, do they start they with R? They both R's? start with R. <laughs> yeah, they both start with R. Is it Richard? Nope. <laughs> Can you imagine Dick the Deer? Dick the Reindeer? That's what I was going for. <laughs> That's what I was going for. Red-nosed Dick? <laughs> it's all about the tips. Uh... <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Ronald? That's a good guess, but no. Okay. Ryan? Nope. Robert? Remember, this is the 1800s. Robert's a good guess, but no. I still like Richard. I think that's my favorite. <laughs> you just like Dick uh, the Red Nose Rudolph. I think it's so Dick funny. the Red Nose Rudolph? <laughs> Red nose reindeer. <laughs> Dang it, Richard. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, I don't know. What what were the other two options? Rolo <laughs> and Reginald. <laughs> I like Reginald. <laughs> I do like Reginald, but I also Reginald feel like that's... Reginald the Red-Nosed Reindeer. He wouldn't get picked on as much if his name was Reginald. No, he sounds like a BA, like, yeah. I'm Reginald, I'm going to be the captain of this right, team. Right, right. I've got this. <laughs> yes. All right, and then my last thing is, is Rudolph even a male, or is he supposed to be a female? Because... This is my favorite Reindeers, as we heard... Males lose their antlers in November, and females lose their antlers in May. So, when Christmas happens, it is the winter. Therefore, reindeer, Santa's reindeer, are all female. So, Rudolph is a female, along with Dasher, Dancer, Prancer, Vixen, Cupid, Comet, Donner, and Blitzen. Yep. Isn't that awesome? female. (laughs) Isn't that awesome? That's honestly, yep. when I learned that, um, that was my favorite fact. I mean, uh, mm-hmm. it is still my favorite fact that Santa yeah. rides around with a bunch of female leads. I mean, how else will he get across the world in the time he needs to? Yeah, and you know what? <laughs> they can always just stop and pull over and ask for directions. That's true. <laughs> They're not going to be stubborn about it. <laughs> they'll be stubborn about being on time yeah there you go (laughs) cool well that's all i have for you for reindeer thanks slash caribou (laughs) thanks merry christmas everyone happy holidays happy holidays merry christmas bah freaking humbug i guess hanukkah already happened bah freaking (laughs) humbug no the humbugs are ruining christmas
They're killing the deer. Bah humbug. No bah humbugs for our reindeer. Say no to bah humbugs. <laughs> and this year, my heart grew two sizes smaller. Oh no! <laughs> On that note, bye! bye. Thank you so much for joining us, animal lovers. This has been the Animal Facts Podcast with Nicole and Jayla. Please rate, review, and tell all your friends so we can continue with your support and sharing fun animal facts with you. We are also looking forward to hearing from you, our listeners. So feel free to email us at animalfactspodcast at gmail.com with facts you want us to cover, facts you want us to correct, cool or crazy stories you have involving animals we have talked about in the past or may be talking about in the future, or any wild or domesticated (laughs) animals you'd like us to research and add to our list. We want to hear from you and feature your stories as well, so feel free to email them to us. You can also follow us on Instagram at Animal Facts Podcast for updates and other random things. Click the link in the description for our resources, merchandise, and other cool things. Thank you for listening, liking, subscribing, and supporting us in our animal discoveries and adventures. Our awesome drum roll is provided by my really cool brother and father-in-law, Ethan and Kent Polson. And a special thanks to my best friend, Jewel, for our music. Until Until next time, bye! Ready for your awesome random animal fact that has nothing to do with reindeer, but does have something to do with an animal associated with winter? Yes. Cool. I'm going to learn about the polar bear. <gasps> Yay. Um, so, I don't know. Nicole, do you know this? That polar bear skin is actually black? Yes. Okay. But I have a hard time believing it. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Um, it's really cool. So, polar bear fur is actually hollow, which I didn't know. Um, so crazy. And it's basically, they're like little straws. Yeah. And then they reflect light, which it, in polar bear world is everything is white. So that make that's what makes the polar bear white. Weird. It's like so weird. The sunlight reflection off of their fur. Because so their fur is actually clear. Yeah. Yeah. You have it to just, like it's think so about mind boggling to me that every time I hear this I'm like, I just I just don't know how I feel about it. It It feels like it defies science, but it doesn't. It doesn't, (laughs) but it's so cool. I pulled up so many pictures of, like, polar bear skin and polar bear fur. And, like, Mm -hmm. you can see it's kind of like when you pull back, like, Mm. your scalp, your your scalp. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so it was really cool. But the evolution of, like, polar bears skin being black is so that it also helps them absorb as much heat as possible mm, from the sun that makes sense. and keeps them warm and then it oh, like insulates so it oh, mm-hmm. i understand yeah so that makes a lot of sense yeah that was pretty cool yeah thanks so i didn't know like the science behind it i just knew that their skin was black i just was like i accept it well nicole's over here like no (laughs) it's weird i don't get it i know but it's so cool that is super cool polar bears are special so yeah polar bears are special merry christmas (gasps) happy holidays (laughs) (laughs) cool Cool. 
And once again, animal lovers, this has been Jayla's last episode, so give her a happy little claps goodbye. I'll miss her. We all will, but she's not gone forever. (laughs) She's still in our hearts. (laughs) Oh, makes it sound like she's killing me off. No. It's like all of our endangered animals. No, still in our hearts forever. <laughs> like the spirit of Christmas. Yes, no yes. bah humbug. <laughs> well. <laughs> Jayla's a bah humbug. I am a bah humbug. But be sure to listen to Nicole and her amazing facts. And I'll be listening right alongside with you every Friday. Yes. We'll get to hear Nicole's lovely voice. Yes. So. And my surprise guests. Yes. <laughs> this is my final. Bye.